Rothenberg's Trailers and Cattle Supply understands how hard you work. That's why they're behind you for all your cattle equipment and trailer needs. Are you shopping for a new or used trailer? Joe and his team at Stenberg's are ready to help you find exactly what you need to get the job done. Visit the parts and service department to keep your current trailer hauling smoothly. Stop in at Stenberg's Trailer and Cattle Supply on Highway 10 in Motley or check out their current inventory, StenbergSupplyMN.com. This is the morning sports desk for this Thursday, the 2nd of June. Corey, how was your game last night? Uh, exciting game, fun game. I was in St. Cloud for 6AA baseball. Wadena Deer Creek ended up beating Kimball area 6-0. Fascinating game, CJ. Yeah. Um, uh, Wolverines had seven hits. They smacked the ball around the field last night. Did they? Now, their hits were hit hard. Their outs were hit hard. They were aggressive early in the counts, I thought, all game long. Fascinating. Uh, Peyton Rondesvet, winning pitcher. He throws a complete game. Um, I don't remember the number of strikeouts off the top of my head. But he only threw 75 pitches in a complete game. He ended up throwing eight more pitches than the losing pitcher who also won a complete game. Now, it was a half-inning difference, right? Uh, Wadena Deer Creek, the home team, they didn't have to bat in the bottom of the seventh inning leading. But when you, if you were to look at just the stat line of the starting pitcher, you'd be like, wow, this must not have been... This must not have been that bad. Yeah. But it it was six nothing is not like a close score. But it probably could have been it probably could have been and maybe even should have been even worse than that. Wolverines hit the ball really hard all game long. They were just early in the count. If they went for outs, they were Adam balls. You know, that sort yeah. of that sort of business. So they turn around and play again tonight. It'll be the third game in three days. They go back to St. Cloud. They'll take on Piers. It's a rematch of game one of the season. Yeah. Pioneers won that one three to two. Uh, it should be an exciting game where there's some interesting quirks now, obviously, that come up in this one. Not the least of which is it's the third game in three days, so we're talking about pitching being a thing now. Pitching depth is really, really important. I fully expect there to be some runs scored in tonight's game. Um and there's you know, there's no reason why like eleven to seven isn't the final score in this one. Yeah. Um because I think I think teams are gonna hit it around. Piers had an unreal game last night. Yeah. They played in the first game at Dick Putts Field and when I got there they were losing to Melrose, the Melrose area Dutchman. Um, I don't, and off the top of my head, you'll have to forgive me. It was, uh, it was, uh, in the fifth inning, Melrose was ahead. From the fifth inning on, um, more runs were scored. Eventually it was 8-8 into the top of the seventh inning. So Melrose had kind of given it away a little bit. Um, 
They're up in the top of the seventh. The Dutchmen are. Two quick outs. And then I don't remember which kid. I don't know where they were in the batting order. Whatever. He hits a high towering fly ball to center field. Two outs. The Pierce center fielder takes no fewer than four really hard steps in and has to put on the brakes because he totally misjudged it. It wasn't a line drive. It was just, it was soaring. It was so high and realized like, uh oh, I'm going to, I'm going to get burned mm-hmm. and took off and in, in a dead sprint back towards center field. It was just off the tip of his glove. This is a ball he would have been camped underneath it if he got a good read at it. It was right at him, which is, you know, those balls are sometimes the hardest to judge. And uh, the Melrose kid scores inside the park home run. Wow. And gives the Dutchman a 9-8 lead going into the bottom of the seventh inning. Unreal. Like, just... uh a colossal oops-a-daisy by this Pierce center fielder um, to not get that one. If you're in center field, there's a reason. Like, he probably hasn't screwed something like that up in a long, long time. And this one got him. Now we go to the bottom of the seventh. The exact order of things are not important. Just know that we get to runners on second and third with two outs. New pitcher has to come in. Pitching, I would imagine, a, a pitch count situation. Yeah. The batter hits a towering pop-up about three-quarters of the way up the first baseline in the infield. And the pitcher comes off the mound. He's drifting towards it. First baseman comes in. He's drifting towards it. And if you've ever caught, you know that those balls that go straight up in the air have a tendency to, I don't know if they actually do, but they feel like they come back on you. Yeah. So you think you're camped underneath it, and you always end up having to backpedal a little bit. Well, the pitcher is just parked underneath it. No one calls for it. He's just kind of drifting that way. Nobody calls for anything. The first baseman is watching the pitcher. The pitcher, I think, is waiting for someone to call him off. It lands safely in the infield, just 60 feet from home plate. There's two outs. The guy on second essentially scores before the ball hits the ground. Piers wins in walk-off fashion, 10-9 to nine in the on bottom of the seventh. walk-off pop fly. Walk-off 60-foot. The ball went higher than it did far. It just so one kind of... Major oops-a-daisy followed by a colossal, ah, man, it's just a backbreaker. Especially because they were up essentially all game long. Yeah, that's one if you're Melrose that, like, I don't know how they'll do in this next game, but if they lose their next one, it's, like, the wind. Wind getting taken out of your sails is a big thing in sports in general, and that's tough. Now, if you're peers, you just can look and be like, we did not deserve to win that game, Yeah, and now we just won. And Wadena's going to be a lot tougher team than Melrose. Right. So we'll see how this goes. By the way, I don't know who pitched for Piers. I don't know who's pitching uh, tonight against the Wolverines. But Piers does have a Wichita State commit on their roster. So I don't know if he's getting the ball. I don't know if he got the ball last night. So we'll see. if That's who Wadena faced in their first matchup. Yep. When they lost three to two. Yeah, it's going to depend on, and, and I just haven't studied the bracket close enough to know, 
Like, did they, I mean, he's, did they save him? Did he start the game? Um, if they saved him, that's, man, that's bold. That is yeah. a bold, bold choice. Did they get up early? Did he start the first game? Did they jump out to a 7 nothing lead through the first two innings where they could pull him in that first game? Did he have to go the complete game? Uh, it's the third game in three days. Yeah. So either way, he'd have to have thrown, I believe, less than pro- you know, probably right around 50 or 60 pitches mm-hmm. to be available today. Yeah. It's only, this would only be day two of rest. So, um, that part will be interesting. Pitching depth is really interesting. On the other side of the bracket, by the way, Albany got upset by Eden Valley Watkins. So we almost had two, uh, I, I believe they would have been the two top seeds. Albany is, is number, or excuse me, Foley got upset. And I believe Foley's the top seed in the tournament. That would make sense. So yeah, Foley they were got pretty upset ranked. by Eden Valley Watkins. Piers was should have been upset. Let's be honest. Uh, Albany beat Annandale. Wadena Deer Creek beat Kimball. So, um, some fireworks that's, in this section. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun one tonight. You know, we've talked about all season long how that section is one of the deepest in Class Two A, and yes. it just go. I mean, it goes to show even more that the top seeds who were ranked in state all year then fall, or at least one did and one got close to. Uh, so these section tournaments are no joke, and the Wolverines, by the way, can throw their weight around with just about anybody in this tournament. So and it'll be a good depth, game. And pitching depth matters. It like, matters a lot. You can be peers and have a Wichita State commit and throw him against Foley and Albany and St. Cloud Cathedral and Eden Valley, like whoever, you know what I mean? Like... Once a week, you're our guy. You get the big matchup of the week. But who do you have as your number two? Who does Albany have as their, like, that stuff matters a bunch. Yeah. And, you know, we know that Wadena Deer Creek has some pretty nice pitching depth. So, um, I'm really looking forward to, uh, to this one here tonight. 645 pregame, seven o'clock first pitch. Uh, here on KWAD, you have section championship softball today. Yeah, the Monaga Braves are one game away from the state tournament. They get a rematch with the Mille Lacs Raiders, who they beat 7-2 to two earlier. So uh, Mille Lacs went into the elimination bracket. They beat Hinkley, Finlayson to get back to here. The game we are hoping is at 1 o'clock. Believe so. Central Lakes College in Brainerd is going to be a good one. 24 hours ago, it said it was a 4 o'clock game at Brainerd High School. Um, we checked the brackets this morning. It says 1 o'clock game at CLC. So CJ is either going to get a lot of quality time in the Brainerd-Baxter area today or the game's at 1 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I, I guess there's worse places to spend it. So that game will be on the Superstation with the 1245 pregame, 105.9 FM. Should also mention New York Mills uh, has a chance at uh, another state tournament bid. They uh, are coming through the elimination tournament. That 6A bracket, they would have to win three games today. So they have the elimination game that they need to win to get to the section championship and then would have to beat Uppsala twice. Uppsala... uh, beat New York Mills earlier in the tournament. So we've got good lucks all the way around. Of course, section baseball continues 
Uh, we're we're busy. We're busy we're, today around the region. What are we talking about, Corey? We're talking uh, playoffs. We're talking about, about playoffs. Playoffs? <laughs> you kidding me? We're talking playoffs. So that's fun. Speaking and one last thing, since we're talking about games, we're calling today. Yep. Uh, our friends in the Twins Radio Network, Treasure Island Baseball Network, yes. having a bit of issues uh, with some COVID outbreaks between their announcers. Uh, the team and now the announcers, and really, I didn't know this. You you told me about this earlier this morning. Man, are they lucky that Dan Gladden was on vacation, driving his Harley through the Black Hills or whatever he was doing, because they would really be in a heap of trouble if he was along on this broadcast as well. Yeah, so Dan Gladden will be calling the games in Toronto. Glenn Perkins will join him, which I'm kind of excited to hear about. Nice. I'm I'm upset, though, that they didn't give either of us a call to, to fill in. I mean, how long do we have to be a part of the Twins Radio Network before we get the call? I mean, we've been here All since the beginning. 67 years of Twins baseball or what? Yeah. Gosh dang it. Come on. I mean, we do have some pretty important games here, but <laughs> but come on. Come on. No offense to everyone in the area whose high school games we get to call. If the Twins call me... I'm out. I'm going to do that game. I mean, yeah, that's that's a bucket list item right there. That would be like, so awesome. Getting to call a Twins game. I don't care if it's in Detroit. I don't care if they get crushed. Would you be nervous or would it just be so awesome that who cares? I, there'd be a little bit of nervousness probably in like the first inning, but by by like the first three batters, you're into it. It'd be so fun. It would be awesome. All right, go Twins go and go some hillbilly who's going to have to call these Twins games from now on. I didn't mean that about Dan Gladden. I meant when he inevitably gets sick and somebody else has to do it too. You know, eventually they'll get to us. I got to go. All right, that's Corey. He'll read you your sports in just a little bit. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, the 2nd of June. Go Wolverines, go Braves, go Eagles, Braves and uh, Eagles softball team, as well as all the other baseball teams that are competing in these playoffs because what are we talking about? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.